Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch. Jerry will be joining us soon. And uh, we encourage you to come on out. Boy, oh, boy, are your gardening peers out here today at Millburgers. Man, I am guessing that the gardening hormones have kicked in and everybody's uh, everybody's having a good time and uh, out getting stuff to improve the yard, especially the blue plumbago. We, this is a blue plumbago alert. We've got it. We've got blue plumbago if you've had trouble finding it come to millburgers now they got racks of it but look she's bought three they're taking it off the rack you need to get here now and when you come wave by wave at us so we know that you heard it on the air well of course it depends on your perspective if you're interested in butterflies yeah the uh, milkweed is uh oh where's the milkweed i didn't see it from, well, my, from my vantage point i, I don't, don't see too. i don't see it either but uh last weekend there's a hundred plus so i can't believe that they're all i i guess i guess i'll have to eat my words if i can't find <laughs> it in a second here well everyone will enjoy hearing that on the air um Hey, the uh, but I know that that when we first had, right after the freeze, people were coming for a blue plumbago and they couldn't find it. Well, uh, clearly Trace found some, and he's got them in, and he's got a lot of hibiscus too. I see someone wheeling uh, wheeling up to us with a hibiscus as well. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a call with your question. We'd love to talk with you and uh, see what's going on in your gardening world. Um, Lots of uh, the tomatoes, including the Ruby Crush. Oh, good. Yeah, and there's tycoons uh, and. Uh, celebrities and a number of other varieties and there's lots of peppers out there it's good supply of peppers um and let's see what else are we seeing out there yeah a lot of uh, uh petunias and uh looks like marigolds all right you know you know what people are hoping especially since you're talking how are the zinnias i didn't see any okay and, uh, well, I bet you Trace is going to get some in, but oh yeah, if he uh, would, if he could. They uh, last time, oh, we went. You know, we we talked a lot about it last weekend of uh, uh, the, the the line of uh, gardeners that think like I do in terms of zinnias, how important they are for cut flowers. Yeah, all that bright uh, color in the in the hottest part of the summer, and also. Nectar, the nectar for the butterflies and the hummingbirds. Yeah. So, so they're a factor. Um, I had I had one gardener uh, gave, sent me a report on uh, his monarch butterflies, and he verified that his uh, his, his milkweed and his misflower was growing, but he was just like me. He was uh, impatient, so he. 
He has spent $300 on uh, milkweed, supplemental milkweed. Oh, my gosh. And he says he, he, he is uh, so happy. He has never had that many caterpillars. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, monarch caterpillars based on uh, all, all of that ec- extra uh, milkweed that he's put in the in landscape. That's cool. Yeah, it is. And that that's the thing about well the the milk we we have here in the at uh, uh Milbergers, uh, they're just days away from blooming and and a lot of foliage, healthy foliage. So that's that's the key to the monarchs laying an egg laying eggs through the foliage. And then of course if they uh, they go ahead and bloom. It's a, a great nectar source, not just for monarchs, but for all butterflies and the hummingbirds like it. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Driving around town today, and then my wife noticed it yesterday, uh, we got some nice uh, rose blooms uh, happening all around the city. You're exactly right. Yeah. I was at uh, my favorite uh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and uh, yes. the, what are the what is that? So the knockout rows, the drift, knockout, the knockouts yeah. are doing well. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. That's that's the one I mainly saw. Yeah, knockouts with the the, the double bloom and the different colors. Wow, the wow, they were spectacular. How's your Belinda's dream doing? Is it? I, I don't. Mine's dead, so I have to live vicariously oh. through yours. Well, my, the Belinda's dream has kind of retreated a bit, but uh, okay, my uh, oh. What? What is what is that? My favorite with that the pink, uh, Katie Road. Katie Road. Katie Road is kind of moved out to take take its place. Oh, okay. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy with the uh, modern my my bed that has uh, the modern tough roses in it. All right. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You settled in. Barely. Okay. Well, you get ready because Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Ed. You welcome to welcome you to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Action I'm Central. Doing very well. Thank you. What's up, Ed? Well, I have a, some fago palms obviously damaged in the freeze that are fronding out uh, from oh. the top. But also, they're fronding out like little pups on around the base of the of the plant, and are the pups? much like an much like an agave, it looks like. Uh, are those pups separatable and plantable? They are. Are they green? Well, they're fronting out much like the uh, the top of the uh, of the plant oh. is is fronting out. So it's like. Uh, Little little additional plants that are coming out from the base of. Yeah, I know, but the, the key is: are they are they brown like the top fronds, yeah. or are they green? Well, they're green. They're green. Well, then they're well, yeah, actually, then they're, they're plants. actually they're actually a little bit of, of a gray color, but they're front. They are they are will eventually become green, I believe, once they uh, continue fronting out. Now, do you have what? Do you have any new growth in the center, very center yes. of the? Yeah. Oh well, then. Oh, you do. If well, they yeah, got green, that's, that's uh, green growth or new growth, uh, they're they can be uh, separated from the the dead 
plant and replant it, and they grow r- r- relatively easy. You don't have well, to worry about the the roots too much. No. Right. And you don't have to do like Milton says, kiss it goodbye. I never said that. <laughs> Ed, Ed knows better than that. Sounds good, well, Ed. It looks like you're on the way to help. Yeah, it's a great report, Ed. Yeah, well, it's not a dead plant, obviously, because it's fronding out from the middle right. of the top. And, and, I, assume the, and the, I assume the little pups are off of the main plant. Uh, so I just want to know if I could cut them off, pot them, yeah, and you, see, if they'd, see if they'd grow. I, have, uh, I think Jerry does the same. I have just used a, a sharp shovel or mm-hmm. a hand, even mm-hmm. a hand shovel. To, right. Although they're, they're pretty tough. But, I'm uh, sure they are. <laughs> just set, yeah, just separate them. You don't have to be overly careful. And, okay. and then when you plant them in a new container, just mm-hmm. kind of set them on the soil or maybe you know just sink them into it just a bit yeah. and uh it may put a little stake there and and they'll do mm-hmm. fine don't don't overwater them oh no no uh much like the agave they don't require that much but anyway i yeah. appreciate the information and i'll do exactly as you recommended and well, you, like said, you can also uh Go ahead and cut the brown. Is the brown fronds, you know, the leaves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, already, I, I did that shortly after oh, the freeze okay. because okay. I felt like any any growth or I didn't want any of the plant's activity to be trying to send nutrients there you to go. those, those yeah, uh, they're, they're, fronds. If they're brown, they're dead. Yeah. Absolutely, and it, it doesn't do. It doesn't. I've heard several people say, I've been given advice by neighbors, I guess, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. saying that uh, you don't want to cut the bronze, uh, the brown uh, foliage off because right. it, it helps the uh, plant re- yeah. rejuvenate itself. Well, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the neighbor advice because right. the same thing happens with crepe murder. Oh yeah. Same thing. Well, but uh, you know what they're thinking of? They're they're thinking of like a, the roses or something. Oh, the top is I, not dead. Sure. Well, the, the the leaves just fell off, and so the top's going to re-sprout. But uh, of course, with our uh, sago palms, that's not the case. Once that brown right. is showing, it's done for. It's, yeah, I know. That that uh, frond is done for. Yes, now not the plant itself. Right. Not the plant, yeah. I also Thank have you, a, Ed. Yeah, oh, ahead, one other that? thing. I have a, I'm pretty sure I lost a very mature orange tree in the in the freeze. All the leaves turned brown? Oh, yeah, and the, and the, and the bark is cracking. So I think it's a goner. Yeah. Yeah, there's not any... Uh, nope. Nope. You nope. know, I started cutting my limes down. <laughs> and uh, Were you hoping for some green in there? Actually, it you showed up. some green? Yeah, it showed up some uh, some green in there. And I, how could I? How could that be? I, you know, I, <laughs> but then, then another thing that happened too, Ed, was uh, I had a, a, a growth in the middle of my lime tree. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. should have known this was going to happen because every time we have freezes, it happens. Right. And they, <laughs> it got uh, that 85-degree uh, weather came. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was not capable of uh, keeping it. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, well, moisture uh, and nutrients. They, obvious, they obviously will, will green up if, a little bit if they're still alive in the middle, but they're subsequently going to die anyway. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but speaking of citrus, I just looked over at the citrus place. He, they must have got a hell of a shipment in. And you know mm-hmm. what? There's a oh, few yeah. grapefruits there, but what do you think the main? Yeah, well, ours uh, was the, the, the Meyer Valencia. lemon and Mexican uh, lime. Ours was a right. Ours was a Valencia orange. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a little more difficult to find. Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway, I didn't see any uh, Satsumas over there too, but uh, you know, I didn't get a. a, a Full search. Yeah, if you can't yeah. find Valencia orange, uh-huh. uh, look for a uh, navel, uh, a seedless navel. Okay, orange. okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a little bit hardier and uh, grapefruit. And they taste right. great. Yeah, because uh, oh, people brought them into a uh, yeah to us yeah. to eat. Uh, and right. what they have is the bloom sweet there, the grapefruit. That's. My favorite grapefruit because it uh, does so well in the backyard and it's wide and seedy, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's seedy, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have uh, what, white flesh, right? What, what uh, grapefruit is still alive in somebody's backyard, Terry? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fool with grapefruit. Bloom sweet. <laughs> so you can, you know, if, if you like, you don't like seeds, dead grapefruit doesn't have any seeds. But if you like. Grapefruit, bloom sweet. Mm-hmm. It's got seeds, but it's still grapefruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ed. Hey, gentlemen, thank you so much. Yeah, you yeah, take Ed, care. Was, that was a great call. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Again, I encourage you to come on by with your other gardening peers today and uh, and do some shopping and visit Millburgers and get a blue plumbago. Jerry, did you get a chance to check? There's Ruby Crush over there. He's looking at the blue plumbago. Ruby, Ruby Crush over there and uh, Tycoon and Celebrity. Oh, great. Celebrity. Yeah. And, uh, and they're unloading some more there. Are they? Are they? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we need Trace Lots to tell us everything that's come in because it's all, it's all kind of new as it comes in. <laughs> well, just with all the and with stuff the, with, that he's had to fight to get. With all the action, I stopped by in the middle of the week coming for Ruby Crush. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> nobody knew, you know, there were none there, and nobody knew about it. But I, th- I thought that doesn't seem right. Is it, are there any of these racks? Sure enough, there were two full racks of Ruby Crush. Oh. Up, they were just going. Just had unloaded them, and they were going to. Calvin immediately just wheeled them behind his car, (laughs) attached them, and left. I didn't. I didn't want that many. That's that's what he got that uh, trailer hitch on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's 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 the only one with a small enough Volkswagen. Yeah. That he can uh, hook up directly to the uh, uh, rack. When the Xenias come in, oh, he's going to hook it up right there and just drive. That's going to be ugly. Put it on my bill. You hear him say as he leaves. Well, yeah. you guys talk about my little Volkswagen, uh, but the the policeman back there directing traffic. Uh, Said, here, let me move a wagon, and you can move your, you can park oh. your car. Your, your. Can, can, 
Well, ma'am, we're on the air. Do you want to? It's okay. Did you want to ask your question on the air? No. Okay, you're okay. Quit being mean to the people, Mel. Okay. <laughs> well, he. Yeah, you, look at that. He she gave still, me. A, she's still Mil- crying. Milton gave me a lecture about. Uh, Did, uh, well, I was, what? I was complaining about lines of people. <laughs> and I thought one of the reasons is that he doesn't wear the headphones because he's got it wireless. And, oh, okay. And I think that people go, oh, well, he's not on the air. Yeah. I think it's a squirrel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it could be. I think it's a squirrel thing. Oh, okay. Lord. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Speaking of, uh, I got a email. Uh, this week, uh, April 6th, Tuesday, uh, and uh, he's, he, uh, it's from Pat DeWinney, uh, one of the one of my volunteers over there at the, that we had, and uh, he she said uh, I walked up to the Citrus Grove yesterday at the she's talking about it at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. After our shift in the head house, she's working out over botanical garden, uh, to check on the red blue bonnets and the citrus. Uh, the blue bonnets look fine, nothing but red ones. Huh. And that's, that's a good reason for that. What's a good reason? My, uh, my reds went kaput. I've just got blue and white. I just got... Uh, literally, huh? Yeah, I just, uh, I just have six blue in my whole two acres. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so what is your reason? Uh, and then she continues to say uh, uh, they found some new growth on the tree called Bumper, Mr. Boy's Bumper. Oh, cool. And I, didn't you have a bumper? I had a bumper. Did it I, die? I thought it was suicidal. You know, we talked about yeah. that. It just, it, you know, here it's in the mi- middle of these 100-degree heat, and it's yeah, it's insisting on setting more food. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the man. Well, anyway, it had the red in the bumper. How, where, where did you get all that citrus in, Trace? I had it. It was back there, like two weeks. I couldn't get it all up here. Oh, okay. Well, you got a good supply of that. It's only I got a good supply of lemons and limes. Yeah. Not much anything else. There's a few grapefruits. Well, that's what people are wanting. Mostly because uh, the trees got them and uh, when planted outside. How how much you want to bet everybody planted them again? Oh yeah, they're they're doing it now. I see them walking out with a cart full. I resisted. <laughs> so I, I had a lady with a queen palm yesterday. Oh, no. And she refused to believe that it was dead. It huh? was dead. Did you tell her to call Milton and get his Is it kiss nice goodbye? Advice? It, was, uh, it was even oozing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she was in love with it, right? Uh, she had it for 25 years. Oh, my Lord. That, that I, is a big I, loss. I am surprised it lasted that long, but... Uh, that's, wow. a, that's, that's, now, a, that's amazing. Trace, uh, t- tell me tell me that at my spiel about the milkweed. There's milkweed someplace here. There were 100 yet last week. Did they all get sold? <laughs> so the answer is yes. Uh, I... Pretty sure that I saw some down in our hospital that, that have leafed back out again. Oh, good. So, oh, good. Uh, at some point when I have a chance, I'll go look. And, and Calvin interrupted me to talk about milkweed when I was talking about 
um, things that we actually have. Blue plumbago. Do yeah. you have any of those? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got and, lots. But yeah, it's been tough to get. Yes, there are four racks right yeah. in front of us. Yeah. And it is almost as bad as it was that last last season when people were just kind of you were putting them down. They were putting them in the basket. Yeah. And going. So <laughs> yeah, they're, they're taking those, those came in this morning. Oh, good. Uh, our truck was supposed to have been here yesterday, but it showed up this morning. Well, so I told Nelson just. I loaded it up in the front parking lot, push it all in, and leave the racks where the plants would normally go. There and, you go. And it's not bothering him. Look, that guy's got two. He's, he's got one each hand. So, yeah, it's not bothering anybody. No. And we also mentioned that the uh, for folks looking for our rodeo tomato. Yeah, yeah that was good news. Pretty sure there's some out there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. Just, I just checked, yeah. Ruby Crush. Calvin says Tycoon, Ruby Crush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, celebrities. Uh Beef steak. There's some beef steak out there. Uh, and there were several other selections, too. I can't remember what they are. So it looks like the producers are making a comeback. I mean, wholesale. Um, After the freeze. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. so I, I ordered like uh, 1,500 pieces this last week. And you know what they shipped me? Uh, 500. 500. 20. Oh. 20? 20. Huh. Well, I guess they're trying to they're trying. make a comeback. They're trying. Do, speaking of make a comeback, did you get the chili patines in? Yes, somewhere. Oh, okay. your, yours. Yeah, it's yeah, right. Here right. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good. I'm glad we we made we made our deadline. I guess. Yeah. So uh, once these are gone, they're gone. Well, and, I'm going to try like Jerry just did. Is there, are my zinnias in here? Uh, <laughs> there are some zinnias out there. Yeah. Which kind of? You know, <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, it's the small, okay. the small blooming. Because I didn't find the Dreamland. Yeah. So was this next week? It'll be limited, but I know there's some Dreamland coming in four inch. All right. Uh, maybe some super packs. Oh, cool. We're still we're still working on a name for that super sixes. Yeah, we got we got, we got to brainstorm on that. We got to get a committee together and do some research. Can you hang on a second? Because I want to talk about blueberries too. Maybe. All right, we got to take a break. You came right up as the break was getting ready to start. Of course, I know. Have it. All right, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Our number 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Real quick, talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Well, from just uh, hanging around the city a little bit, uh, I noticed that the mosquitoes are back. We hope wow. to have Sp- Yeah, they're back. And we hope to have Spider-Man come on and talk about the Care mosquito trapping system uh, that he's implemented. It's been a few years now, uh, but uh, he's uh, brought it to San Antonio. He's one of the innovators in this, and he can tell you more about it. In fact, we hope to have him on tomorrow, if he can make it, to talk a little bit about it. But you can learn about it, how it uh, takes care of mosquitoes by going to Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, their website is GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. And if it's bugging you, uh, you want to give Spider-Man a call uh, at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. All kinds of great options in terms of pest control. All kinds of great experience as well. Uh, it's Warren Remy, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. 
Find them online at GhostSpidermanPest.com and go ahead and uh, read those reviews. You'll be surprised. I mean, I got bad I, news. What, your roaches are gone? Yes. Uh, They've been displaced hmm. in the house, in every room in my house, in the bed with me. Yeah. And uh, everywhere else. That, it's time to call uh, Warren. So yeah, you need to. It's, uh, I, I think they could, well, they, they, I'm talking about those uh, uh, inchworms that's falling off the, yeah, they're fa- off the trees. trees. I'll tell you a funny story about that in a second. <laughs> I got to tell you a story. Somebody, wrote, they, somebody wrote an article about it. It ain't that funny. No. But somebody was coming well, in with an article. Yeah. Oh, are you looking at Calvin? I don't know. I thought it might have been Calvin. I didn't Did you? <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Trace, will you hang up with us? Uh, or hang, hang with us. We got Rick on the line. Got a Zoysia question. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Rick. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Thank you so much. I'm very well, thanks. Good. And Al, could you turn Rick up just a little bit? Thank you. Uh, All right. What's going on? Yeah, I hope that's better. Okay. Uh, I have a lawn of zoysia that was planted around the 1st of November. It was recommended that I not use it pre-emergent right away. And now I have a very abundant crop of broadleafs and especially poa annua. And I was wondering the best way to attack that. Poa annua is going to be a... Best control would be a pre-emergent, so that's uh, it's going to die off when it gets hot, but before it dies off, it's going to go to seed. So next fall, before it cools off, you're going to want to use a pre-emergent uh, that has dimension, and that'll help control the seeds. You do that regularly, and uh, you keep everything cut, and you sh- should get rid of it in a year or two. Yeah, the key right now is just keeping that thing mowed. How? What are you mowing your uh, zoysia with? Uh, push mower. Okay, so real, a real mower, and that's no. R E E L. I bag it. I bag it to uh, to catch the seed and then uh, dispose of the clippings. Okay, well that that, that that's a lot of effort. That's not going to com- accomplish. I think. No, he's bagging the seed. That's, he's helping. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'll. I'll that, that's that, that's a debate. We, well, God's going to get rid of what you see really soon. Once the nights start getting hot, it's going to die off. Yeah. Um, the other stuff, you know, if you if you're maintaining the zoysia, once it starts growing, which isn't probably for another several more weeks, uh, zoysia will push most everything else out of its way. And then right. whatever whatever's still left come fall, you bring me samples, and we'll figure out the best method of attack. Sounds good. I appreciate your advice. Do you do you do you remember the product that he recommended? Uh, no, it would be helpful to hear that one more time. Dementia. Not dementia. Okay. A lot of people, huh? Dimension. Dimension. Well, uh, since he did, couldn't remember. Stop it. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rick. I couldn't remember. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, Good luck, Rick. Trace, you need to stay with us on this one. Jay is on the line. Got a tomato question. Oh. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Jay? Okay. Uh, J- Jerry Parsons talking about dementia. He may remember uh, 25, <laughs> years ago, 
25 years. Right. You won't remember. That's no, no, if, it's, if it's over 30 years, I remember like a yesterday. I, I, no, I had him out at U. I was president of the retirement club at USA, and I had him out and talked to the group at a luncheon one time. So I okay. got to meet the famous Jerry Parson. He probably hey, forgot about Wow. In, what was it like? Infamous. <laughs> infamous is better. No, what, my question is this. What is a non-toxic? I've got a friend of mine asked me about a non-toxic spray for tomatoes that something's eating his leaves. A non-toxic? Well, I want to say All right, so my, my first answer is if it's actually a chewing insect, mm-hmm. then you're and we don't know who it is, then you need to skip the non-toxic thing and go with the old version of 7, which still comes in a dust temporarily and in a small ready-to-use. So it's got to have the active ingredient carbaryl. Now, if you could narrow it down to who's actually eating, there might be a decent organic. But until you can narrow it down, there's not. I can't recommend one organic over the seven. The seven's going to do it regardless. How about well, neem oil? Is neem oil any good? No, not for that job. What about spinosad? Yeah, I was spinosad. Well, it but, depends on what it is. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, 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 let's. It's non-toxic. Organic or manufactured, if to- they can both I'm be just, toxic. Yeah, yeah but they I, both kill. Yeah, I know. I, I shouldn't have used the word toxic because yeah. I, I just something that won't. You know, you can put it on the tomatoes, and of course you have to wash them before you eat them, but it won't be okay. poisonous. To, to and the, seven will be seven will do uh, do the job regardless of who it is, and you wash it off to the fruit. Although there is a harvest day wait period on different things. I think it's like seven days for on tomatoes. Yeah, right. well, and B, but, but BT is the normal thing we use for caterpillars. Right. So if it's a caterpillar, then yes, BT would be BT, the answer. BT, even BT or, or and BT is organic. Yeah. yeah. But if we don't know who it is, BT is only going to help you if it's a caterpillar. Yeah. And spinosad is only going to help you if it does a life cycle change. So not knowing who, I'm going to say seven. So how does he figure out who? He needs to be an inspector. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. Go out there early in the morning and look to where the last place that uh, they've, they've been eating or they, they've just recently been eating. So my guess and is it's made of hornworm. Yeah, look, I'm with you uh, on that. That's usual. But that's just a guess. If you can't see them, that's... Quite often, what what it is. But when they get bigger, you'll be able to see them. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to you'll be able to ride them to the back door. Especially when they've eaten all the foliage. Yeah, right. So if it is a tomato hornworm, then yes, BT would be your uh, your method of control that fits what you ask. Yeah. Okay, does seven come in a liquid or not? It it does, but again, you have to look for the old version, and it's becoming hard, more scarce. So okay, I'll use a, right, th- this year I got a hold of some ready to use that still has carbaryl in it. So I mean, you're unfortunately paying for convenience and water, right. uh, and then I've got the dust. <laughs> All the other seven products have changed to an ingredient called bifenthrin, which doesn't do the same job. Right. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, enjoy thank good you. luck. Yeah, thank you for calling. Let, let us know if it's something different. Yes, sir, I but, shall. Uh, we're, well, I'm betting on the hornworm. <laughs> if it's mass eating, in other words, if they r- really eat it bad, uh, that's the way to hornworm. Uh, and they get big. They start out little. Oh, and like well. all babies, and then they get bigger and bigger. And you'll be amazed and say, how could I miss that? Yeah. And their poop looks like dirt. <laughs> oh, okay. I had a... Had a I had to throw that in there for you, Milton. <laughs> I had okay, a, thank you. I had a gardener uh, one time. We were doing a garden tour. 
and something was eating his eating his tomato plant. And he said, I've looked and looked and looked and can't find anything. So we went out and looked, and there was the only thing on the tomato plant was that tomato hornworm. He'd eat every leaf off of that. Good and Lord. I said, I, ca- I called the guy over there and said, come here. <laughs> what do you see on this on this tomato plant? And he looked. You could be nose to nose to those worms and can't see them. It's amazing. Oh, Lord. But, right. they, but they turn into a butterfly. Don't Thanks, sir. Pretty one. Is it a pretty, is pretty, right. pretty butterfly? Well, it's a moth, I think. Yeah, yeah well, it's 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 uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty. <laughs> All right, let's talk but to you. You're so mad at it, you usually don't. <laughs> Darla's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Darla. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Fine. Good. Good. I have... we help I, you? About 15 years ago, I planted a chain-link fence line with about five Confederate jasmines, and they just looked beautiful, bloomed, did all that. Well, now they're pretty much dead. A little bit of life. Should I pitch them and start with something else, or what do you suggest? Well, it sounds like you had a lot of years of it being beautiful. Yes, and I did. Probably in, in our lifetime, we probably will not see that kind of cold again. Hopefully. So if you were if you were happy with it, I would go back with the same thing because uh, the chances are slim that we're ever going to see the, like, this kind of weather. Again. We'll see it in another hundred years. We will be crazy. It's, I'll, I'll be long gone by the time it happens again. <laughs> don't, now, you guys, don't, don't be careful. Yeah, don't vow. <laughs> Let's see the, 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 the previous last big one. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. I have one more question. Yes, ma'am. A little over 30. I have a bay tree that is Uh probably, uh, well, it's taller than my house. And anyway, it has got sprouts coming up all around it, but it itself looks pretty much dead. Should I just chop it down? Uh, scratch the scratch the trunk. If the, scr- the trunk shows green, give it a, give it a haircut to where it's green. If it doesn't show green, then cut it off at the ground and live with the sprouts. Try to grow okay. them back out. You would, you, would, you would guess though if the if those sprouts coming out of the roots. I would guess it's dead. Yeah. And that you're going to need to cut it down and and try to work with what you got left. Yeah. And this is multi-trunked. It's enormous. Yeah. Well. Well. Those little <laughs> sprouts will make it multi-trunked again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's amazing Thanks. how fast they will recover. Well, the root you... system oh, is yeah. still there to support that entire tree. So yeah, it should recover much much faster than say, planting a new one. We had a we had a, a person stop by the the show this morning, and they were talking about the Mexican uh, olive. Uh oh. And that's what. I haven't heard anybody that says theirs have started to sprout yet, but I'm hoping that's what they're all going to do. All right. Thank you, Darla. You take care. 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. Hey, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, Richard, you got to turn your radio down. Yeah, turn your radio off. I have, to, I have to listen to Milton twice. I know. No one likes that. <laughs> there you go, Richard. Uh-oh. Okay. Richard's listening. Okay. 
No, Richard, it's not going to work. Okay, let's take a break while Richard fixes his uh, his radio there so we can get it on, see if we can get him on. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. Come back in a moment at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, celebrating April birthdays. It's Merle Haggard, whose birthday is on the 6th, it looks like. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm going to write back to the phone lines in just a second, but I want to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. I was talking to Kyle over there at Hebner and Northwest Military and uh, trying to see the best ways to attract birds to your yard, and they're looking for water. And if you're supplying that water, as with a, uh, a bird bath or a, a kind of a water trough that has bubbles or that moves, uh, you're going to get the birds because they want what you've got. And they can also help you at Wild Birds Unlimited to get rid of those uh, mosquitoes as well. So uh, if you're worried about getting a bird bath because of mosquitoes, uh, then Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that. Northwest Military and Hebner Road, great people. You'll enjoy working with them and building a rapport. People have, uh, honestly, if you go in there, you will find. Go in there and, and test me on this and see if you don't find people that have been there for the past 10 years coming in. Just when you see somebody that looks like they know what they're doing at Wild Birds Unlimited. Ask them how long they've been there, and you'll find that they've been there almost a decade, if not more. Wild Birds Unlimited, well, Heater, Northwest uh, Military. That's uh, Bill just can't find his way home. So yeah, it's more than probably. Bill, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? At 210-479-BIRD is the number, 210-479-B-I-R-D. Josie is on the line. Hey there, Josie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. How about yourself? Good, good. What's going on? Okay. I have uh, always had this infestation of a weed that looks like onions, green onions. It produces a white flower when it uh, go, and before it goes to seeds. The seeds are black and look like pumpkin seeds. So I want to know... I want to identify this plant so that I know how that I can get rid of it. Really? Pumpkin, the right. seeds look like pumpkin seeds. Yeah, they're, they're just black yeah. round seeds, aren't they? Yeah. Are yeah. you talking rain lily? Rain lilies. That's uh, what they're you called, are... rain lilies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, like, there's three be... or four different sla- varieties. Yeah. You don't don't like the big white one? What? This one has the puts out the white flowers, and when it does, I literally run out there and pull those out by hand. Just pull the flower off because that way it won't go to seed. Because the seeds, oh my gosh, they each one has a zillion seeds. So anyway, uh, they haven't gone. They're not flowering yet. I don't know exactly when they start flowering, but they grow ten times faster than the lawn grows. And I want to know what I can use to kill it. They're 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 uh, white white flowers, right? Yes. And they're they're small plants, about uh, what four inches, five inches. Yeah, that look it, like lily. Yeah, lily leaves. Oh, gosh, what, you, I think I think they grow at least eight inches tall when they when they sprout. Yeah. 
to sprout up overnight. And uh, the grass grows under them too, doesn't it? I mean, yes. you know, the grass grows. Is that, in other words, they don't hurt grass growth. He's trying to convince you to like him. No, I'm, no you're not? I, okay. I'm not going to tell you like Milton, kiss him goodbye. But <laughs> are you on the north side of San Antonio, northwest, in the rock? My zip, my zip code is 78230, and I live off of uh, Lock Hill, Selma, and uh, Hebner area. Okay. But it's real rock. When you dig a hole, don't you have a hit a lot of rock rather than solid soil? Absolutely, it's rock city here. You can't go down an inch and you don't hit a rock or a stone. Yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, do you uh, do you like uh, lilies? Well, not those lilies. <laughs> Would you like to plant more lilies where those are? Into my lawn. Yeah, like well, a ox. There's an oxblood lily that's red. Uh, and, those are great. Yeah, except and they won't they come won't back do. year after year. And hey, they don't do well with the lawn like the rain lily does. Right. So if you if you if you wanted some more lily, lilies, how would you plant them in your yard? If she doesn't. Well, I wouldn't plant them in my lawn. I would plant them on the side, of, you know, where I have uh, other, like, plumbagos. And, uh, yeah. I don't want them in my lawn. Cause Why not? Because she wants a nice-looking lawn without any interruption. <laughs> well, they, they, don't, they, say they don't stay green all summer, do they? they? They only pop up after the rain, heavy rain. Well, we haven't had any rain, and they aren't... Uh, going to sleep at all. I just had my grass cut on uh, last Monday, and you know, it just takes a few uh, hours, it seems, days, Well, if you, they are, if you, all nice and tall, eight they'll, inches They'll tall. even come up if you water the lawn. Yeah. Um, have you tried? I, I guess a 2,4-D product yeah. would take care have of. Have you tried any herbicides? Uh, well, you mean like Roundup or? No, well, no, it's, no, it's one specific of, for. Uh, it's got 2,4-D in it. It won't hurt your lawn. I'll tell you what we spread around. Um, let's say early March. I I got this is what we did spread around. It's called. It's by Scott. It's called Weed and Feed, and it's. Uh, well, no, called weed, weed and yeah, feed, weed. builder, winter guard, weed and feed, and then let's see what did I do last year? Um, weed and feed clears out the dandelions and clover. I guess that's leftover from last year. Um, what can I do now? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we weed and feed is going to help you. I don't think no. it is. We don't recommend weed and feed. It just okay. doesn't, doesn't, yeah. they, uh, the timing is not right for, and it's certainly not going to address the the rain lilies. Yeah. What you have to do with the rain lilies is when that foliage, right after that rain, when that foliage comes up, you've got to get the, one of those 2,4-D products yeah. on there that does. You can apply it. That doesn't hurt the lawn. No. 
We, I'm not exactly sure what it does to rain <laughs> lilies, though, too. It might make them grow. They're tough. Yeah, they're tough. But and, you can, and they'd have to be to survive in that Texas, in this Texas yeah. rocky soil condition. What is our one that uh, Trace likes? Is it a weed-free zone? Uh, yeah, weed-free zone. You might want to... That's got 24D in it. Yeah. There's one called weed-free zone... That when the the you apply it to the foliage, right, and you and you see the foliage has to be new and growing, so right. you got to kind of catch it at the right time, and see, it's a bit of an experiment to see how that how that works. It works on broadleaves, great uh, we regular what yeah. we call weeds, but uh, I, that that I. I uh, uh, rain lilies are hard to control. Yeah, for sure. I don't. At least it won't, it won't hurt the lawn. You're right. And uh, the the rain lily foliage, we we debate whether that it's not that's not the same as a uh, grassy weed right. foliage. But I th- I think uh, I would try some with uh, liquid or. Uh, uh, they have wax on them, yeah, and the water run off. But you want them, well, the water to wet the foliage yeah. of the lilies, and uh, then, and then uh, uh, it'll be give it time to be uptaken by the plant. Now, if you're, you know, there's no just you tell from our discussion, there's no easy way to do that, um, and a uh, pre-emergent. Will will work to reduce the new seeding, but the but the uh, seeds that are already there, yeah. I mean the the roots that are already there are not going to be affected by that. Have you got a, a, a landscape yeah, crew so. that works with it? <laughs> uh, that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you you could try that experiment and see if get yourself some uh, weed free zo- uh, weed free weed free zone weed free free zone and pick a, a square apply it to that new foliage when those next time those rain lilies come up and see what kind of impact you get or you can do like Milton says no I didn't <laughs> say this learn to love them no I like that one. you like <laughs> well, that you'll take you, that you you mentioned liquid detergent. So, what would what would that kind of application be? Do I take some Dawn and mix it with water and then spray it? Spray it on well, the. No, but Jerry is trying to make the the herbicide more effective, and that detergent does that because of the the, the surfactant power surfactant, of yeah, yeah the power of Spread the sticker foliage. So it's just oh. it's just part of that experiment process. Okay, what comes first, the liquid detergent and then the wee free zone? They're both together. Yeah, you can put them together, yeah. They're both. So you're mixing both, them together. They're both liquid. Yeah, you're, there'll be exper- there'll be instructions on the weed free zone, and okay, they, might ma- uh, they might even they might even mention the detergent. Yeah. Is this a is this a Scotts product or is that just the name of it? Period. Weed free zone. That's yeah, the name of the product. I we think, have it here at Millburgers. Yeah, I, I think it's a not high yield, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. Something like that. But yeah, that's the name of the product, and, and we've got it here. Weed free zone. 
Okay. Thanks, Josie. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good luck. All right. Clarita is on the line. Clarita, we're going to see if we can't answer all your questions before we get to the top of the hour and get to the news. Talking about the Mexican olive tree a while ago. Yeah, Yeah. Calvin was. You got good news? Yes. I'm I'm very encouraged. I'm very encouraged. It is beginning to come up from the roots again. Oh. And then several years ago, I cut off a a limb that was almost as large, probably as large as my upper arm. But I didn't get it quite cut all. I just chopped it off, cut it off as best I could, and I knew my yard worker was going to have to do it, finish it off with his saw. But that's coming back. And it's about halfway up my tree, so there's a lot of green coming off of that, and then some from the bottom. That's a good sign. That's, that's a good sign. Yeah. That's you're what very, I'm hoping you're very, for. very lucky. Well, and, uh, I have babied uh, that tree. It was very hard to find, and I know they grow wild, but it was putting out a lot of cross limbs and limbs that were not going in the right place. So I've pruned a lot on it. And I'm just hoping since things are coming up from the root that I'll have some good branches coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll come up fast, too. Good. I keep looking up above because that's where the they usually comes out, but I haven't seen it. It looks pretty dead yeah. all up above. But, but uh, I think the, the normal pattern there, a lot of that wood's dead, and so the, the, the normal pattern is exactly what you have. It's starting low and... Maybe a third of the way up or something. It's been Good. like that in front of the Alamo for, yeah, what, 50 years? Yeah. But it's gone. Right. Is they it cut gone it down? now? Then. Oh, they mm. cut it down several years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, nobody oh, told it was, Jerry. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. And there, oh, were yeah. two gor- there were two gorgeous ones. It's put up a big building. No. <laughs> oh, I'm just sick. But okay. then, but then well, on the other, coming back. well, on the other upside is all of my good gold star Esperanza is coming back. Yep. And, all right, good. And yeah, my Vitex today too. And my Vitex that I got at Millburgers is about to bloom. Oh, wow, right. good. What is it? The Vitex. All oh, right. Vitex. You don't have yeah. any Poinciana, do you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> oh. I I, well, it, uh, I have my yard. Jerry, Jerry back. won't. Uh, don't tell me it's coming back, not coming back. Jerry says, kiss it goodbye. Uh, no, <laughs> I, knew I knew Milton would come around. Bart I'm not giving ten, up on that yet. Yay, don't you give up back. on that. Said what? Point Sienna. Ten of them coming back. All, All right, right, see, we're getting some good reports. That's well, cool. and Will my you ginger. promise to call us when it comes back? Yes, and my variegated ginger looks like it's going to be okay. Oh, wow. Great. That's that a good plan. Strange, yeah. I love that plan. Yeah. Very cool. So I think, right. I'm, I think I'm on the right, tra- right track with my Mexican olive, which I have just treasured. <laughs> well, that is the yeah. first. That, the, as far as I can remember, that is the first positive report yeah. we've had about yeah. the mix. Well, I'm in Oak Park, uh, in between Nacogdoches and North New Braunfels, and about okay. a mile, That's mile south of Loop 410. Yeah, cool. there's several yeah. good, good, good gardeners out in that area. Thanks, Clarita. That's yeah. good news. Okie doke. Thank you very much. Thank you. Do you call us when that point Sienna starts coming back? I'll All let right, you gonna... know. Okay. Thank you.
Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break while we do. Well, no, we got to go to the news. So, All right, we're going to take a break, and while we do, you yes, give sir. us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road, and we encourage you to come on by and visit with us. We'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And it has been busy here. We appreciate all the calls. We appreciate the positive reports. So you know, you kind of called out that Mexican olive. We're getting at least one positive report. Uh, we still haven't gotten. I don't think. A, oh no, you said you have a positive Poinciana report. Yeah, uh, our, 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 our Oops, sorry, sorry. Wait a minute. I got to fix you there. Well, All right, now say it. Uh, yeah, uh, Bart uh, Gardner from uh, Dream Hill States, is, uh, every one of his, he's got a, a, na- a large lot and a naturalized gun, and every one of his poinciennas uh, came up. Plus, That's good. Yeah, Esperanza is up. My Esperanza is up. Uh, so that was good, too. I don't have uh, Pride of Barbados, though. So. Oh, okay. uh, I take that back. I got some deep in the shade oh. from the old days that still are alive. But I don't know if, the, if they're going to come up uh, from the freeze now. But uh, Well, we welcome those. Thank God I didn't kiss a goodbye uh, reports. Uh, <laughs> if you have uh, something that... Uh, that's coming up. We got a nice Sago report today. That was that was cool. I know. Yeah, I know this kind. Of, it may be the exception rather than the rule, but it's still nice to hear them. Yeah, because I, I was kind of expecting um, like a fifty percent. Yeah, and I think Mark last weekend was even less. Yeah, but I I'm not as optimistic as I was though. No. They, they look the one my my one that's old and then has been uh, made it through a couple of freezes. And you're usually a glass-half-full kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you expect it. It's been eight weeks since the freeze. Yeah. And you kind of expect some some action. Yeah. I haven't given up yet. But if, if, you, if it was going to be a 50% positive response, some, you'd need some to start some soon. Yeah. Uh, and they aren't on the palms. Yeah, yeah. on the sagos. Yeah. Sagos, yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Neil must be listening to our show. Well, I'm sure he is. Because uh, do you get nasty his, emails his, from him? His question and answer. Yeah, pretty well covers it. It it talks about some of the observations we made on this program. Oh, now he's just taking our material. Yeah. Uh, Neil. Yeah, the addresses are the the headlines on his column is Palms Need a Miracle. Wow. <laughs> this guy said writes in that I Neil's not helping. <laughs> I've been listening to you on the radio and reading you here. We've cleaned up most of the other shrubs and ground covers that were killed by the February cold. How long should we wait on the palms? And then he sent Neil a picture, I guess. And uh, Neil answers, oh, the, he, oh, those don't look good, do they? Oh. <laughs> well, then he mentions the four weeks just like my article yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
he said the, the best reports I've gotten uh, on how to handle these uh, palms uh, was on the. Uh, uh, on Did the he mention ra- us? Uh, yeah. Uh, K L U P. No, he didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Woohoo! Uh, he said, and they say, kiss them goodbye. Oh, Neil, why would you? Can you believe that? that? I can't believe you're just. Stuck. I think he listened to our show. <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> the, the new growth starts uh, down in the crowns of each plant. In other words, the very top. If the crown is lost, the plant is lost. But he also is, uh, at least on uh, sago palms, he's cautious like we are. Yeah. Because he says... So it takes, they take rather warm weather. Yeah. yeah, another four weeks would not be uh, too long to give him... Oh, good. Uh, so it's going to... Let's see. <laughs> But uh, well, they don't really grow until it gets warm. But these looks like it's going to take more than just warm weather to get them to grow again. Hopefully, you have taken pictures uh, of the of the living plants. Uh, I think in, he's ad living again. You think so? What well, is right Man, here. Neil's like quoting you verbatim. <laughs> Wait another four to six weeks if you can. Okay. Or look at the pictures and find yeah. solace in the pictures. Uh huh. I'm, I'm right here in the paper. It's got to be true then. I and it, it's say. even got a picture of a dead one there. Yeah. Big standing. You won't dead. find solace with that. Now that uh-huh. is that, that is relatively easy to find. Dead, uh-huh. dead ones. Dead pictures of dead ones. No. Yeah. You go. Nobody in my neighborhood. Go three blocks in any uh-huh. direction from that. You don't even have to go three blocks. It's uh, it's, it's really sad. It, it nobody. I, I haven't seen in anybody in my neighborhood uh, taking my advice and painting the fronds, the leaves. Oh. Nobody's so, taking your advice? Yeah, everybody's got brown ones. Yeah. You could do any color you wanted. Yeah. You could do a blue one. You can do uh, an exotic blue individual pump, leaves. A blue, uh, Sago pump. Individual leaves. Ooh, like a rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. I they're, they're, yellow, they're red, uh, rainbow brown now. Yeah. You, brought, you brought up this, uh, this issue, and I was, I was wondering why people get that... Uh, that belief in uh, where the, where the you cut off the the dead foliage and it'll encourage the yeah uh, uh, other foliage. Uh, I we'll guess be, there's we'll some be, plants in uh, yeah. maybe, but I, I I don't. Do usually dead pla- dead leaves on plants don't furnish any nutrients to the <laughs> to the any part of it that's living. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't bring back the dead from the living. Well, yeah, and you could even pursue that on mammals and things like this. Yeah. And that, that doesn't seem to be a encourage uh, new growth or new life. Yeah, uh, Neil writes, it's going to it's going to look like this for more. It's going to take more than just warm weather to get them to grow again. It's going to take a miracle. Is that what he said? Right here. It's in the paper. Yeah. So, uh, you, you people who want like to be organic, uh, you might try some of these uh, miracle products you hear about, like uh, Wish It Would Grow and uh, Miracle Grow. You could even use Miracle Grow on it. 
and uh, uh, be sure to fertilize those dead plants. Look at it because that uh, that fertilizer helps them, helps the dead plants. Helps everything underneath them. Yeah, but uh, mo- mo- I don't think it helps the, po- the, the yeah, dead plants. What miracle uh, grow? I don't know. Has to grow. Wish it would grow. I All don't. Over. I don't know. Medina even? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> well, the, 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 some of those mentioned have the have nutrients in there that are the same as the nut- nutrients that we recommend. Uh, but one of them, um, Miracle Grow, was the one that. That's a commercial product. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the What was the one? Wish it would grow. No. He's making these. Should have grown. I, I think some of these names We should are not, Milton, we should not get in the middle. Uh, okay, just let him hang himself. <laughs> those, uh, those people that are interested in doing that, fertilizing oh, a dead plant. There's, uh-oh, you dropped something there. And Mark's up here. You want to get on the air? If again. Sure. Yeah. What's going on, Mark? Help yeah, us we're, here. We, we want to know what to fertilize a uh, dead palm with. Uh, Mark's leaving. I'll tell you what. Uh, we've thought about Miracle Grow and Wish It Would Grow. What happened? Oh, nothing. Just pull out. So we'll just do it without. Oh, you can, you can, you can just pull it a little bit. And pull it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be okay. All right. Two, meanwhile, I'll give the phone number two two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. Okay, hey, Mark. Hi, everyone. Hi, Mark. Hi, Jerry. Jerry. Hello. I'm glad to see you. You're better? Barely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I have to make a, a an error or, or a confession. Oh, dear. Uh, obviously, yeah. I made a mathematical error. Uh-oh. You know, uh, several weeks ago, I said maybe 60%, 6 out of 10 Sagos would survive. Yeah. Obviously, I forgot the zero, so it is six out of 100 may survive. Wow, you're down to 6%, are you? <laughs> Calvin was giving you 40, I think, or maybe 30. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought his 60 was the other direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I was, I was being cautious. Did you did know. you hear we got the first? Yeah, yeah, so I've been listening on the way up here, as, as should everyone, every Saturday. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's, 12 that's fun. Yeah, you, when you were on last week, we got some positive reports. We did. We did. So, uh, um, and it's looking good. Uh, we got our uh, second Zylosma. Yeah. Oh, did we? Oh, we did? I, didn't, I missed that. I'm sorry. Now, the, of course, I always, I always want a, uh, you know, who who verified, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, the, uh, the the questions coming to the Garden Geek this week have been uh, a lot of xylosma and a lot of bay laurels. There's a lot of people up there. Yeah, we had a bay laurel. Uh, and I heard tree. that earlier today. Um, and it's pretty much all the same. Yes, they're going to come back from the roots. Yes, I got eight feet of of, <laughs> of wood structure to get rid of. Yeah. Well, and, and then it, mm. it seems like uh, several, you have to mention that several times, you know, yeah, the the one we talked to uh, or several times they say, "Well, what do I do at the top?" And then you say, "Well, you gotta, you gotta cut, try to cut that down." And then and then it's quiet. Two minutes later, <laughs> yeah. Surely, surely the top is going to do something. <laughs> and that's when we tell them to water with miracle grow. Oh, water with miracle grow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And put put some of that. Wish it would grow back. That's a deep. That's that's a product. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, what was the uh, 
what was this, uh, Super Thrive? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but the man who invented Super Thrive. Uh, do you remember Reverend Jim Ignat- Ignatowski from the yeah. TV show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's who he looked like. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And I sent uh, a new employee uh, when I was with the Texas Forest Service. Uh, we were at a convention. I said, oh, go talk to that guy. And he's talking to him, and he's looking back to me. I'm at the end of the aisle. It was at TNLA. And looking back, he's like, got this look on his face, like, help me. And I'm just like laughing because he was that person who would get into your face and tell him, expound on all the no. the, the proponent of his wonderful. He was very enthusiastic. He about was enthusiastic, it. and yes. he wanted you to. And he yeah. wanted you to know how enthusiastic. <laughs> he, he didn't like do like Milton said, kiss him goodbye. I would never no. say that. Neither no, no, no. Uh, my new food. Uh, my new saying is chipper food. Is what? Chipper food. Oh, chipper food. Chipper yeah, food. yeah, yeah. That's, it's, that's it's not chipper food. Yeah. yeah. And your your kiss that, of goodbye was at least sort of a... Uh, <laughs> sweetheart. Kind of, yeah, it was yeah. kind of a sweet thing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, the, 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 neat, the neat part of that is if you let the stem just go ahead and die back, uh, they're going to put, put, put them through a shredder is really a lot, lot easier. When they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. But, and they dried uh, out a little bit. But I know the other thing I was going to mention, I, yeah. I have mentioned to many people uh, this past week, mm-hmm. um, they want to know if it's okay to prune all the fronds off, particularly off the sagos. And and you and I have both agreed, and I've told these people, it is a lovely golden tan. That's it's right. It's very beautiful. There you go. Um, they're not responding back to my responses to them, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the last time they emailed you. And, uh, <laughs> but, but both Jerry and I think it's a very beautiful color. Well, I, I got that from Greg Grant. Oh, okay. Well, Brown is a color. Greg can see, see beauty and everything. Well, Aww. it's also a, a, a physical experience to do that sago palm. Because yeah. If you uh, uh, <laughs> old skin, you know, yeah. they'll right. touch you. Kevin, Kevin is not doing drugs. So right, right. Well, well, then they ask how close to cut them, and I'm usually like, oh, you know, they an inch away. Yeah. At least so you can keep your shears away from your or the, the, <laughs> the leaves of, from your arms. That's a good thought. I have uh, seen a few where the where that uh, central growth area has been cut, cut out, too. Oh. So they talked off. Needless to say, when I'm walking, the dogs are walking by one of those, I go real fast. Uh, You didn't stop and talk to them like you did to the water and the plants for the free? I learned learned my lesson. Uh, (laughs) Calvin's a slow learner. Well, Mark, what else is going on? I was just going to thank you, uh, Milton. I give you the look, and you do the lovely segue. And uh, uh, I just want to mention that uh, the SAWS coupon program is still going on. Okay. And you go to SAWS, GardenStyleSanAntonio.com or GardenStyleSA.com and go and look for the coupon plants and apply, and you'll receive a $100 coupon for Towards Plants. Now this and they have a lot of them here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. The, the Trace is doing a wonderful job of searching the entire country, combing the entire combing the, country. <laughs> combing the countryside and the country to find uh, appropriate plants. So he's As doing a great job. So um, we have a lot of those here. Uh, a lot of my favorites. I'm a Selvia guy, so uh, I like have that. You, has your staff done any? Thinking, uh, uh, worry my, a little my bit staff about doesn't folks. Do thinking, How do no. you take most advantage of this? You know, if you, if all you've got alive is the is the lawn, you know, you you, you want to think about what you're going to take the, the the coupon. How many times you're going to take advantage of this particular coupon, and where you're going to use it to convert the lawn? Uh, how big of an area and everything? I just I, I, I was think, thinking that when we watch, we're watching the, the customers, and mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting today and energetic and everything. But you want, you, you know, the goal for the sauce program is to uh, have a, an exciting landscape, a beautiful landscape, but also to, in the long term, to save yeah. water. Yeah, we uh, we would switch it. In, in actuality, we'd say get rid of the water using grass and replace it with beautiful pollinators. So, um, the, oh, that's, yeah, that's our, our, intent, our, our intent is first the grass and yeah. then the pollinators. You notice he's con- converted converted I, I, me when he said pollinators. That's yeah. all it took. That's all it took, and Calvin was on board. <laughs> hey, uh, hang with us a second if you don't mind. Uh, hopefully this is a good report. Robert is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Robert. Good afternoon. Hey, how y'all doing today? Good, man. How are you? You got a good report uh, for us? or? Yeah, I, my, I have two of the traditional Pride of Barbados that have been in the ground for four years. That are coming back very strong, Woo-hoo! and I did plant a pink last oh early summer. It is it probably will not come back, or it would have by now, I assume. Oh, and that's, that's the good thing. news. That's well, I like the pink. Those are <laughs> he liked it. Yeah, you yeah. like pink and don't like that old yellow and red that's been on the market for all these years. It's, he it's the contrast. Good. It's the it's the one there pink in between the old yellow and red ones that make them look nice. Oh. I'm with Robert on this one. Very cool. So that and all the banana trees, all the banana pups. None of the none of the trees. Well, I shouldn't say I'm sitting here looking at one came. But out of all the ones I cut down, one or two came up from the old stock. Most of the banana trees are are new, new pups. Yeah, right. But that's it. Yeah, bananas froze down pretty bad. Yeah, they. I've uh, never uh, had unless you dug them, far. dug them up and put them in a garage, and put a heater in the garage, and then the. Uh, Electricity went off. So you need to wrap them in burlap, too. Well, in the garage, too. Let me just state this. I had four that I pulled and put in pots and put in the garage. Okay. I pulled my large sagos into the garage. There you go. And I'd already, I had already planted all of my first run of cucumbers and squash seeds and up pot, sized up all my tomato plants. They were all in the garage under. So I had a heater in there and a grow and a, a growing light. Where was the poor cars? <laughs> My wife parks in there, and there's plenty of room for him. He had the wife in the garage, yes, as well. Yeah, so did they freeze? Nice generator. No, I I had a generator. So well, look you know, at here. This guy's serious. 
We plan ahead. I wish, I wish my little doggy and I had a generator. <laughs> we were, we were, we were uh, depending on the fireplace. Oh, you had yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't have a fire. Well, the, my fireplace is usually the other the stove. <laughs> we're in a relatively new house. It's not. It's eight years old now. But just the difference in construction. I turned the generator off at 11 o'clock at night. The following morning, it was only 61 degrees in the house. My neighbor, whose house was built 50 years ago, she got down to 45. It just yeah. the houses, the newer houses are better insulated. Yeah, so, I think you're right. Makes a difference. Thank you. But Thanks, anyhow, Robert. So, Great news. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, man. Thank Thanks for the good news. Hey, Mark, did we finish up? Talking about the coupon, yeah, where, you, want to make sure where you get more information and stuff. Yeah, it's good. For more information on that and a list of all the, the plants, Calvin and I were looking up, looking at all yeah. the wonderful Mexican salvia over here, um, Bush, Bush Sage. Uh, so you get the complete list, go to mm-hmm. in Garden Style, SA, or San Antonio, right. .com. And we want to remind everybody we're still, in, com? still or in drought restrictions. Okay, well, that was going to be the last thing. I, okay. I, I always hate to end up on a bad note, but i got to do that. Too. Uh, uh, and then that's where you can find the information on all our programs and all our rebates. And then also information on what the current regulations are. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, we are still in Stage 1. There was a wonderful article. And everybody be be able to read that. The famous, almost a Nobel Prize winning author. Wow! Yeah, it uh, better not be you. That that would be me. Stage one. Stage one. Yeah. And the requirements. And uh, uh, I'll be honest. And uh, I, unless we get significant rainfall, we're going to be heading into stage yeah. two this year. Uh, mm. The debate, I'm, I'm, I haven't bet uh, with Renee over there, and uh, I'm saying maybe the end of this month. Wow. Well, uh, and he's going, he's being a little bit more generous yeah. in June, maybe. And I have to admit that, uh, you know, I've, I was with Saws for a lot of years and involved in uh, drought what? restrictions and everything. Uh, but yeah, I've known him uh, I think since he's the last these latest, these latest reforms that uh, this, this, the, Saws board and everybody accomplished really, I think, made a difference, saving the the water as we needed, but also making it easier to have a good landscape and to conform to the rules. So, uh, very uh, carry that message f- uh, for us. We yeah, and I also command. I also had to always give a shout out, maybe not in other places of Texas, but. Uh, San Antonio Water System has a very good relationship, working relationship with the irrigators and the landscapers mm. and the nurseries. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think that's helped us out quite a bit. And our garden clubs and, yeah. and our volunteers, mm. uh, the, the master gardeners, gardening volunteers I, of South I, Texas. I think we have an excellent relationship here yeah. in this area. And, yeah. and because of that, we have the ordinances and regulations yeah. that suit everyone as well as save water. And that work. Yeah. That seems to create a win-win. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. This man is the expert when it comes to decks and patios. Uh, when it comes to resealing that deck or getting it look at new again, you want to give Barry a call. Uh, he's been doing this in, since the 80s and is actually considered, this was really cool when I found this out, a national expert on this kind of stuff. I, I knew that he really loved it. He was kind of a geek when it came to it. What I didn't realize was, uh, yep, the whole nation uh, really comes to Barry for questions on this kind of stuff. Uh, it's Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, and that's where you can go and see the pictures of uh, where he takes a deck that's been kind of weathered and gray, and yeah, and he uh, kind of livens it up, and it really can look new again. You can see it. Call him and learn more at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or Check them out again at deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What was your story on the inch, uh, inchworm? Jerry, you had a, you had a, so what I did was made a mistake and, uh, I don't want to disparage the park, so I won't mention the name of it. But I thought, okay, I'm just going to go eat lunch at the park. And I got there, and there were a few, and I... Protein. Uh, yeah, they, they... It took them a few seconds to find me. I'm guessing they were above me anyway. And all of a sudden, I'm picking inchworms all off yeah. me. And yeah. And I, I never... I couldn't believe how fast they came in the house. Oh and, no! And the only reason, only way they came in was through the doggy door. Uh, what? Yeah. How'd they get through the doggy door? Uh, it's it's an old doggy door. Okay. And so, and they they are so thick in there, in the house that uh, you can't walk in any room in my house without stepping on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Now the only only hope. <laughs> the only hope you have, uh, I don't recommend. I don't recommend uh, insecticides in the house okay. unless. Uh, That's because you want to keep the roaches alive. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and the spy, unless spider mite, unless you just can't go. Some people can't co coexist. Okay. Like uh, like my son Jeremy. He uh, he's he's young and. You know, has I guess has uh, different I mean, opinions. Jer- Jeremy doesn't like the cockroaches. No, he, the ca- cockroaches are gone. Well, but I've been collecting mine. So to, 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 so, uh, oh, you. okay. Why don't you bring a bring yeah, a can but, or so? I don't <laughs> want to bring them if Jeremy doesn't like them. But uh, Jeremy likes to catch, capture the gently capture the inchworm and, uh, <laughs> and put them outside. That's right, probably outside better in the than back the, uh, door. Probably better than Milton eating them. Yeah, that's no, true. No, I wasn't eating them. I was just they're, you know, <laughs> they apparently don't do any harm. No, they don't. Because they were in my hair. They were on yeah, my neck. They yeah. were everywhere. Yeah. Well, now you may wanna you may wanna talk to the oaks and hackberries about about whether they, they do, do any, any harm. harm. <laughs> oh, what do they do to the oaks? Should I look in my book? Uh, oh yeah, they're they're mainly my my red oak in the backyard, which most of them are. I guess they're they're on live oaks too, but uh, you can't see them because of the pollen. 
Oh, yeah, they, uh, they, they pretty much match the pollen. Uh, yeah, but uh, Jeremy catches them gently and puts them out the back door. At which point they come right back. Why they come right back in the doggy <laughs> door. So you don't decrease uh, the numbers. But the good news is I was looking for an article on those things, and I think that Molly probably has written some kick. And uh, uh, they're they're short lived. We were we wrote uh, we didn't get into the, the. I was trying to think of uh, there must have been five or six years ago at least when we wrote some, some articles on it. Yeah, I, I was looking for them. I couldn't find them last night. Uh, but the first first time I had problems with them. Yeah, is I walked walked in the kitchen. About one thirty or two, squish, squish, barefooted. Oh my goodness! They really are coming in your house. They were in, the, <laughs> and so now I turn on the light. Yeah. And walk carefully between the population. I see one right there. <laughs> There's one coming at you without without stepping on them, and that uh, makes the house look a little better. We went to uh, again a park to walk. And I tried to get clever and take a picture of him. Uh-oh. Yeah, I could not. It was like, it would go away, yeah. go toward me. <laughs> and I thought, okay, this will make a good video. No. Nah, uh, just... <laughs> but anyway, they'll they'll be gone. I, I think they have a relatively short lifespan. Okay. And what the write-ups I did find on them said they're also psychic, like 10, ten years. They're psychic? Psy- These are yeah, psychic Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> they found a way in the <laughs> house pretty quick. Uh, but I, I don't. I think you're wasting your time to spray them unless yeah. you got somebody that don't like to step on a little worm barefooted. Oh. Well, do you have a lot of oaks in your yard? Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot of oaks. Yeah, they're hard. Original oaks. Hard to spray because um, hey. they're... Um, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's a, it's a reasonable re- recommendation. Just learn to love them. Learn to love them. <laughs> Take pictures. That's, well, yeah, 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 that's hard I, to do. I, I tried that. Yeah, I, I, Jeremy tried that. Too. Oh, did he really? Yeah. The, the wasps and the birds uh, like them. They like them? Yeah, that's right. There's all different colors. I got some darker ones and some pollen-colored ones. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'll have to remember to tell Jeremy about the bird's feet on And they, when they get into cloth, like on your shirt, oh, yeah. they must dig in. Because they, they you can kind of push them off. No, they ain't going nowhere. you got to pull them off. <laughs> I, got a, I got an older house that's got a... What is where you spray the spray the root seal the root ceiling spray the ceiling uh well uh that white covering uh, oh you got the popcorn yeah oh good for you and i like that they they have trouble climbing over that i'm sorry oh see there's a good reason for people to go back to it that's why they have such big problem is yeah people got away from that popcorn ceiling stuff they're hurting the wildlife <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. And you, when you smash them with a, fly, a swatter, yeah. water, uh, it makes a mess on the roof, oh. on the ceiling. Okay, I won't do that. I've tried all this. I'm guessing it sounds like from experience that you talk. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm just wondering about all these bugs that get in your guys' house. Isn't that the reason we have the house so that the bugs stay outside? Yeah, well, 
Jerry welcomes them. Come in through the doggy door. Uh, <laughs> now, do you have anything else that comes in through the doggy door that you don't want, like skunks or well, squirrels? I, I or... used to leave it open for my roaches. Yeah, I know. But not anymore. They don't even come in. No, they know it's a house of death for them. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. I've seen a lot of squirrel activity. but Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to ask, ask Spider-Man. Oh, and uh, last night, a uh, family of uh, opossums. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and, uh, and of course, they were out there were in all my whopper planted <laughs> pots in front of the front door. And if you want really to have chaos, release two Westies into a family of opossums. No, that's just mean. In the menu of the whoppers. <laughs> Those opossums ain't doing nobody any harm. And they're uh, sicking the dogs on them. They, uh, uh, they're kind of a... And then, the, of course, opossums will get... The, their only thought is either they're going to play dead or they'll you know, fight. Go, go up high enough <laughs> oh. and uh, just sit there for two, three hours yeah. while the dogs are barking at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, just knock them out of there. Get a long pole and knock those possums out of there. And when, they, they, when, they, when, they, when they hit the ground, then you got to get them. They won't want to run away. They play dead. And then you got to get, get your shovel and. Move them. Oh, jeez. The, yeah, they're, they're the okay. The Westies sit down and wait. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we can't hear you, Kevin. They don't. Oh, okay. the, the Westies have a tendency to have learned of this playing dead. Oh, they don't, they don't so go they, for it they anymore. They don't go for that anymore. So they just relax on one on each side and wait for and watch. Uh, is that watch. right? Those poor possums. <laughs> Betty is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Betty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. What's going on? Well, I have a question. I uh, First of all, I just want to say uh, uh, enjoy your program. Thank and, you. And... Uh, Yes, and, but I do have these beautiful cypress trees in the front yard, and uh, they're looking a little bit on the yellowish side, and they're really like 20 feet tall, and I don't want them to go dying on me. So I need a special fertilizer for cypress trees. What, what, I want, is it I want Arizona? When you say cypress, is it a bald cypress or Arizona or Montezuma? Do you know? It's an Italian cypress tree. Okay. I now, have you got any oaks in your area? Oaks, I, I was yes. just thinking of the yellow color. I was just. Oh, do you think it might be the, pollen? The, the pollen is, is covering everything. Oh. Um, I don't. I don't know about uh, what Jerry thinks, but I'm not sure the answer is fertilizer. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I don't think it won't hurt up the tree, but yeah, it, it may it may come back. Uh, are, are the fronds, are the leaves d- dead, or are they still greenish? Well, a, a few are greenish. A few. I mean, it's more. I would say like three, almost three quarters greenish, and then that's got yellowish going up, up the the tree itself, the cypress. 
Yeah, well, fertilizer is not your problem. Uh, The cold is your problem. But whether or not it'll sprout out from below or hold some of those uh, fronds as green, uh, we'll probably have to take another month. How many do you have? Two. Oh, good. Well, now there is a situation where... uh, a deep watering every couple of weeks will, I think, would make a positive because you've got green, got some green leaves, and we've been yeah. stressed with this dry. That's true. So a little, so you might want to go ahead and water them okay. just uh, every couple of weeks, and maybe, hopefully, the rains will start. Yeah, wait, wait till you see, see if you, give it 30 or 40 days, and wait and see if you see new. New leaves or fronds showing up. Okay. If they don't, if they don't, you'll have to do like Milton says. I do not say this. (laughs) Betty knows better. But so, so you're going to water now, and then the the thirty or forty days is, I think Jerry talking about potential for fertilization. Right. Okay. Because then it can take advantage of it when it's when it's in this state, just trying to recover. That's the fertilization doesn't accomplish much. Yeah, remember palms uh, start their new growth normally in warm weather. Well, this is a cypress. Cypress. Oh, cypress. Yeah. Italian cypress. Any, any any plant that's not actively growing. It's not going to be an efficient uptake of uh, fertility. Okay. But uh, if you got to do something, you yes. know, they make uh, they make a, a, a cypress fertilizer, I guess. Or, or if you want to fertilize, wait till they they start sprouting out, showing new growth, and then use our lawn fertilizer, nineteen five nine, slow release. So it's and called nine. Just a minute. Nineteen five nine. Nineteen five nine. I don't. Let me look at my notes. It may be on sale. Two for fifty dollars. No, gentlemen, it's no. not. It's not. No. no, we barely have any. What happened? Supplier. So what is it called? What's the name of it? <laughs> no burgers. Nineteen five nine. I've got about fifty bags until my truck shows up, and. It costs us more now, so it's going to be thirty-four ninety-nine. Okay. Yeah, I, I would imagine. I would imagine this weather has had a lot to do with it. But yeah. uh, trucking is the problem. We got we got to have fertilizer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's not my fault. Thanks, you Betty. You got to do better. I ordered it over two weeks. So. Oh, right. okay. Thanks, Betty. Tell us what happens, okay? Bye, uh, oh, Betty. All right. You, 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 All right, do, the, Beth, do the water. All right, Beth is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Beth. You're going to be on, and then we'll take a quick break. What's going on, Beth? Well, I wanted to say something about the little worms that are everywhere. One of my favorite stories that I used to tell when I would be leading walks out at Frederick Park, that one of the reasons the Golden Cheeks birds came here to build their nests, because about the time our broadleaf trees would be producing these t- 
tenderloin young leaves, the worms would be hatching, and then, or, yeah, hatching. Anyway, then the parent birds would feed, and they feed so heavily. You know, really busy. If you ever sat and watched the birds back and forth and back and forth feeding their little babies. So I think uh, this year, either when we had the bad freeze or some of the, something messed up the routine of the birds. Oh. Either the eggs froze or the babies were something happened. Anyway, so we don't have at this time, or at least I'm not seeing many little birds, fledgings at all. And so you other, think that the worms are thicker or more? more well, yeah, because there are no more abundant. Parent birds are not out hunting and eating all of these little worms to feed their chicks, their babies. Not only now, the golden cheek warbler, but wrens and everything else. You're, I, I don't well, know whether it's too early or not. But that, well, not, I think I think they're all at our all of our at our bird feeders. <laughs> Because there, there, there's lot. Yeah, there's lots of, of the chickadees, titmice, uh, all, all of the, the wrens, the insect eaters that, yeah. mm-hmm. that are really, right. uh, going after the suet. So, hmm. well, I was, I, I was thinking that uh, it was, uh, part of it was the freeze, and part of it was the dry weather before the freeze. There was just not a lot of. Uh, a lot of action yeah. or insects available. And then when we had those really, really strong winds were just twisting the branches, you know, it kind of knocked a lot of them out. Anyway, I, I personally at my place where I had seen so many of the little warblers and everything coming to the theaters, for some reason I'm not seeing any more right now. Either have I been seeing my big tanager had been coming here. But anyway, the thing about the golden cheek warbler, you know, that was always the story. Birders would come to Frederick Park to see the, get a look at the golden cheek warbler. Or as Paul Cox used to say, the peach cobbler bird. Anyway, uh, I thought I would tell people, you know, that you sit and watch and you see those parent birds going back and forth, back and forth, constantly feeding their little ones. So that was just a yeah. comment, just something I thought about when I heard you all talking, you know. Thank and since you. I, since I have not seen many of the little ones around here lately, I thought maybe that was affected a lot of areas. Well, that, that was one. Yeah, that's a great report. Thanks, one Beth. comment. Any, are you seeing any uh, flowers? Martins? No, I mean, no, uh, bird no. Martins. I, I Martins. unfortunately, I don't have any swallows. The feed store over here on Lock Hill. Last time I was in there, the the, the swallows or the martins. One thing that I wanted to comment on because I always get a big kick out of y'all discussing these things. The other thing about possums. One afternoon or one morning, I looked out in my backyard and I saw this wobbly creature cro- walking along the backyard, and then behind it, about five feet, what came another one. Both of them were possums, and they climbed a big oak tree, which evidently has a hollow somewhere up in it. But right right in the backyard, in broad daylight, here they were, yeah. going across the yard, right on up the tree. I've, so, seen them, I've seen them walk on uh, phone lines and stuff, across, yeah. or fence lines. Yeah, fence lines. Yeah, just in broad daylight. <laughs> Good old well, possums. I, I, I realized then... 
I realize why a lot of times in whatever scraps I throw out, table scraps that I throw out in the evening for whoever, the deer and now the possums and everybody else have something else to eat, different variety. Anyway, that's my nature report. Good job. Thanks, (laughs) Beth. Thanks, Beth. All right, Thank we're going to you. take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. In front of the Alamo, in the fading light of a Texas day, San Antonio, through the windshield of a Chevrolet. With the front tires pointed out of town. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, James is on the line. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Thank you, Kevin. How's everybody doing out on the porch today? It's a beautiful day. How are you doing? Oh, just fine. Just having a good old time driving down the road here. Um, I got a question for... Uh, uh, Dr. Parsons, your vegetable specialist, and then I have a, a question for Dr. Finch. Okay. Uh, the first question is for Dr. Parsons. Is it too late to plant a late crop of watermelons from seed? Uh, no. <laughs> the uh, It depends on how hot it gets. Uh if you if it get turned off hotter than hell in uh, next month or so, uh, that can can slow the growth of the vines down, and uh, it'll also uh, not set as much fruit, and it also will uh, produce odd shaped melons because of pollination problems and the hot weather. But uh, okay. we we plant them in the fall, in uh, probably July, August. Well, August would be late, and it also depends on the variety. If you're using some of those small fruited watermelons, uh, you can plant them a little bit later, obviously, than you can the large fruited ones. Yeah, these are about uh, 22, 24 pound. Uh watermelons uh they're not real big okay well uh you get you probably get away with planting them in uh july oh okay well we'll uh we'll plant that late oh, they're yeah. real nice uh they're real nice oh and and i had a question for dr uh finch um my question for him is hey when's that rain coming you're talking about <laughs> Yeah, Calvin, when is the rain coming? I don't know when it's coming. I'm just being <laughs> it's just wishful thinking. Oh, oh. weather, James, but oh uh, yeah, okay. we had a there's a bit of a cold. A bit, they mentioned a cold spell at Monday evening, but uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they, we, that gets to be wishful thinking too. Yeah. yeah, I heard you say when the rains come to that lady, and I thought you knew something. Oh, you know, with uh, <laughs> no, no. In fact, I haven't heard, seen a, a positive report about. What are the Sinisa saying? Wa- they've, right. g- they've given up. The weather people have given up on it. Now. They don't. They, well, we got, they bear, 
they barely mentioned that 30 percent. So it, it's that everything is growing green and drip, we're dripping, uh, you know, drip irrigation. So it's working. Uh, I would, but I was still wondering when it was going to rain. Yeah, so, we all are. Twenty percent chance of showers Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday night, and Wednesday. All right. I don't. I don't think. Oh, forty percent chance next Friday. All right. So, so you're telling me they're predicting rain over a week away? Yep. All right. How reliable is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good information. Hey, Val, we're going to see if we can't get to your question real quick before we have to wrap up. What's going on, Val? Uh, thank you for taking my call. I I have a lot of insects. Uh, I'm in an area where there is a lot of irrigation and spraying, and it seems like the insects just congregate in my place. Then, but uh, <laughs> something unusual this year was uh, um, it looks like a ladybug, but it's almost like a termite. It's under everything. It's on every plant. It has not bit me, but is this really a ladybug, or what is this infestation of this uh, beetle that looks like a ladybug? A lot of ladybugs, and there's that... Uh Europe, uh, that other one, that uh, Asian, Asian, and Asian, really? yeah, they're every, yeah, they're they seem to be everywhere. They come in the house. Too. That's right. That's another. Oh, one. Yes, they do. Yes. So <laughs> Asian beetle, or yeah. Asian ladybugs. ladybugs, Asian be- le- Asian ladybugs. Okay. Now I also have another issue that is uh, all this uh, small scrubs mesquite that is. Coming back, uh, how can we treat that on our place? What is it? Describe it again, real quick. We get to come out of Scrub mesquite. It's on the ground. It's plants that have come back. I didn't. I didn't think the mesquite got hit bad. The, huh? No, it's not. It's not weesatch, is it? No, it's coming no, back. It's she, I don't think she wants it. We have mesquite. We do not have weesatch. And Jerry talked to get about this a couple of weeks oh. ago, um, but I, I don't. Even, I think he was talking about a yard. I'm talking about uh, you know about 34 acres or something where all this uh, mesquite is uh, 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 coming up. It's always in green right now. Oh, are they little? Uh, apply cut. Cut vine and stump killer. Yeah. If there, okay. I mean, if there's not too many, you don't want to have to do 300 of them. But. Yeah. Immediately after you cut them back, put that a little drop of that. Thanks, Val. We got to run. I hate and to do this any, to you. It's inexpensive and it's easy to use. Yeah. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. Val, call us back tomorrow if you need more information on that. And uh, we'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick on behalf of the Doc. See you tomorrow on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer.